they know the book stops with them they have responsibility and accountability when things go wrong and they accept that that's part of the role part of the challenge they do what's right for the organization rather than what's right for them they drive change and we know from all the research and also in our practical experience that all high performance organizations are characterized by continual change they never stand still it's the real leaders that will drive this continual change they're willing to develop their people so they'd focus on the numbers but they're also very careful to emphasize the people and caring for them and they're willing to develop people who may someday be their boss they have the confidence and belief in themselves to do that they clearly define and communicate what's expected of their people and they role model that they have the courage to let go and they thrive on pressure okay so what is mental toughness and why is it so important for real leaders real leaders are driven by their desire to put themselves on the line and in doing so, they make themselves highly visible, exposed, and vulnerable. They're faced with making and owning tough decisions. They're willing to tackle issues head on. They address the underperformance that safe leaders won't address. They challenge themselves and their people to raise the bar. And they take risks. If you're going to do that, you need some mental toughness to deal with that visibility and exposure. And sometimes loneliness of being a real leader, because you have to accept that no matter how good a leader you are, there'll always be somebody who isn't happy with the way you lead. And you need to be able to deal with that situation. In terms of what mental toughness is, the research that we've done at Lane 4, with elite athletes initially, some of the world's best athletes, and then highly successful business leaders, mental toughness is essentially how you deal and cope with pressure. These people that we've interviewed and collected data on highlight three key things which are absolutely crucial in dealing with pressure maintaining belief in yourself, remaining motivated when times are tough, and focusing on the things that matter. So it's motivation, belief, and focus, being able to maintain those things and control them under intense pressure. What we found is when you've got those skills, you're able to remain positive, bounce back from setbacks, learn from mistakes, remain calm under the most extreme pressure, and turn those threats that are probably rife out there Right now, we need two opportunities within your own mindset. So mental toughness would seem to really make a difference in business. Absolutely. And I think more and more organizations are recognizing that. And more and more people like myself and organizations like Lane 4 are being asked to come in and support leaders developing their mental toughness because they recognize that in the current climate, it's the difference between thriving and going under. At Lane 4, we've done some research on elite equity traders and elite market researchers and compared them to their peers who aren't quite in that elite bracket. And we've shown that they are higher on all aspects of mental toughness than their peers. Clearly, mental toughness is the ability to thrive on pressure. Now, you've talked in the book about how pressure can turn into stress. What are the different ways mentally tough leaders deal with stress? Pressure is something you have a choice over. You can either thrive on it or you can go under. That's a choice you make. Pressure essentially comes from three different sources. It comes from the outside. So for all leaders, there are expectations. There's a job description. What's expected from them by the organization, by their people, by their teams. That comes with a role. Another source of pressure is internal. The leader goes out into the environment and seeks pressure in the environment and probably wants to do a better job than is expected. That's where leaders impose pressure on themselves. But then you run into the danger of perfectionism. So it's pressure that's imposed on you by the environment, pressure that you seek in the environment, and then the third is the deadly one, it's the self-imposed pressure, which is actually inside your own head. And it's distorted perceptions of the real world, where you turn 
potentially positive things into negative things. You read between the lines and emails and distort things in a negative way. So you have a choice about where your pressure comes from and how you deal with it. Stress occurs when you're not coping with the pressure. Now, over the evolution of the human being, stress has served a very important purpose. It alerts us to danger, for example. But in most day-to-day activities, work being an important one, stress is something that you don't want. It's something negative. It's often debilitative. I don't want to try and make the point that leaders should not experience stress. I'm afraid it does come with the role, but being able to control it is absolutely crucial. And the important thing is to recognize when you're experiencing stress. The problem is most people who are under stress don't recognize it. And when it's pointed out to them by somebody else, they might deny it. That's a classic symptom of stress. There are three fundamental approaches to the way you deal with stress. The first one is where you deal with the symptoms that you experience. You can teach yourself relaxation techniques. Exercise often...